How's it going, everybody? Adrian here, and welcome back to the Weekend Variety Show for Sunday, May the 9th. It is Mother's Day here in North America and many other parts of the world, so shout out to all of you mothers out there. Uh, folks, today I would like to talk about a fairly interesting topic, I would say, which is video game guides. And I guess primarily I want to make an admittance that I am somebody who uses video game guides quite extensively. Pretty much any time a video game sends some kind of complexity at me that I don't think I can solve, whether intentional or not, I am usually googling the answer. And sometimes it's not even for specific challenges. I was recently replaying Hollow Knight, and you know, with Metroidvanias, there's a whole bunch of different biomes, and the order in which you go to those biomes is not always clear. And I wasn't really interested this time around in trying to figure out where I was supposed to go, so I just did some googling. Where do I go first? Where do I go to get this thing? There are other times, like if I'm playing a puzzle game, like The Witness, or just any other kind of challenge within a game, that I'll look up a specific solution. You know, if I'm banging my head against the wall for something longer than 20 minutes, even that might be too long, then it isn't worth it to me. I want to play the game, not get stuck on something unreasonable. And then sometimes it goes way longer than even guides. And sometimes it's just about learning the game itself. You know, I think about something like The Binding of Isaac Rebirth. That is a game that has hundreds of items, hundreds of trinkets, like more than 20 characters that all do different things. And the game doesn't give you much in the way of telling you what to do or how to do it. There are so many alternative paths and ways of unlocking things, and some major portions of that game are hidden behind very complex processes. And in that case, it's almost a requirement that you Google how to do it. And, you know, the reason why it's so complex in the first place is because it's a very community-driven game, and they expect that the community is going to try and solve the problem together. But if you're somebody who isn't a part of the community, and maybe you're intentionally avoiding the internet, you are most certainly not going to like The Binding of Isaac. You'll have no idea what's going on. And I'm sure there's some other games like that as well. Now, why do I use guides extensively? I think most of the time it's because of time. Like, if I only have a few hours in the day to play a video game, do I want to spend it not knowing what to do? Essentially wasting time if, you know, I want to move on to another game? No, I want to solve my problem, right? This is especially relevant for games like, I don't know, Sea of Thieves, where there's a lot of travel in the game. Same with something like Valheim. If you want to get to one specific area, it can take a long time to get there. And if it turns out you're in the wrong spot, you have to backtrack and try again. I'm not necessarily interested in doing that and spending my entire day doing nothing. So I don't mind looking up an answer every now and then. So I guess I wanted to come on this show and share this so that... I mean, you'll get a better sense of what kind of gamer I am. I think that's a little important if you're listening to my show. But also, I want to give you permission to look at video game guides. Guilt-free. You are no less a gamer if you need to look up the answer to something, or if you're trying to make your life easier. That should be a guilt-free process. So in the house of the Gaming Observer, just go do it. Now, as somebody who does look at a lot of guides, there's definitely ones that you would prefer, right? There's certain formats that are better. Like, I think the written format is much better than the video format. In most cases, sometimes you need to see the action. But video game guide books 
were popular for a reason, right? Now, obviously, those books would tell you how to, like, 100% the game and would walk you through every single aspect of it. And I do miss guidebooks. They were a lot of fun to look at. But the next evolution of that is kind of, you know, websites. It could be a media outlet. It could be a forum. It could be Reddit or something like that. But either way, it's the, it's the idea of somebody else guiding you through that process by writing it down. I think that's the best way, because I don't like to pause my game to watch a video. And if the video isn't instantly telling me what I need, it's harder to skip through it, right? Whereas if you are reading it, you can just scroll and skim. I would say the only downside to video game guides these days that are written is that a lot of people are using SEO to get higher in the Google search results. And so sometimes it's hard to get to what you're actually trying to do because they use so many keywords that they're just rambling at a certain point. That can be pretty annoying. But it's also a necessary evil with the way the internet works these days. Anyway, if you have any experiences using guides or if you know of a really good resource or anything like that, please do let me know. At gaming underscore observer on Twitter or share with the community on the TGO Discord server. That's going to be all for today, folks. Thank you so much for being here. I'm going to be back tomorrow with the daily news update, recapping the weekend of news. And until then, happy gaming, everyone. It's the TGO After Show. Hello and welcome. Hey, you know what I did yesterday? I was on Twitch. Twitch.tv slash gaming underscore observer. Uh, we played some Binding of Isaac. It was a lot of fun. We talked about, I mean, a lot of things, to be honest. I streamed for a couple of hours and the topics were all over the place. It's a lot of fun. I'm thinking of doing it more often. You know, maybe one stream a weekend seems reasonable for me at this point. Uh, could be could be twice a weekend. I could see that. You know, one on Saturday, one on, I guess, Friday. My weekend is Friday, Saturday. Usually. I mean, my work schedule will change depending on what I need it to be. But anyway. Yeah, you know what's exciting is that the moving process for me has begun. We are... Uh, getting out of our basement bachelor apartment that we've been living in for close to three years at this point. And we're going to be moving back to our hometown where our family is. We're going to be moving in with my best friend of all time since I was two years old. He's going to be our, our roomie. And we're going to try and actually rent a whole house out because we have the roommate, like we can afford it. Um, because we want space. Like we, we want to stretch our legs a little bit. We want a living room with a separate bedroom, with a separate kitchen. I want an office, and we are lucky enough to be in a position to, I don't know, like the, the housing market in my area is just exploding, but the rental market is not. A lot of people buying houses, not a lot of people renting when COVID hit. So, uh, you know, because of that, we're able to rent fairly reasonably. And yeah, we're going to live in this house until COVID is, you know, reasonably completed. We're going to be vaccinated probably in a few months. Things are going to lift over the course of, you know, the next little while. And then in 2022, hopefully early 2022, depends on the whole work situation for Shelby, uh, we're going to start traveling. I think it was yesterday I talked about, you know, the creation citizenship as a possibility for me, the whole digital nomad lifestyle of going from one place to another and just working from, you know, those places. That's something that's very attractive to us and we can't do it right away, but we can do it reasonably soon and the great thing is that like my best friend also wants to travel and he hasn't done much of it yet so the idea is that we're going to kind of go on this journey together right the more the merrier isn't that the saying 
I don't think it would be nice to travel with more than that many people. That'd be quite difficult. But so anyway, yeah, if, if you experience any interruptions in the observer in the like mid June timeline, you know, June to July area, uh, that'll be why it's because we're we're trying to get out of here. Got a lot of things and, and stuff to deal with here at the apartment. But then when we move, it'll be quite nice. I'll have an office to do this show from and to stream from and to work from <laughs> and we'll go from there. And in fact, I've been dealing with so much of that that um, I haven't played any games on my own really recently, or at least over the past two days. I played some Valheim today just with my friend and some tabletop sim because we're all about that these days. But otherwise, that's it. Okay, folks, uh, thanks for being here. Hope you enjoy the life updates. These life updates are going to get very interesting once we once we start traveling. It'll get much more intriguing, I think. And I'll talk to you tomorrow, okay? So until then, farewell.